0: Just quickly sorting out the mic. Testing, testing, testing. Perfect. Cool. I'm just fixing that up. All right. And so, where we at? 41, I think. 41 of the Fuel for Football podcast. Welcome to all the listeners. I'm your host, Sanchez Bailey. And let me just double check, actually. We're on episode 41. Would hate to be incorrect. Getting like the behind the scenes talk now. Yes, episode 41. And so, typically, usually during the in- international break, I, I don't record and just have a break and, you know, just allow football to football and everyone to play their game and soak in some of the information and episodes that have already, you know, transpired. But I feel that I'm yeah. only, what, two episodes in this season, so I just thought I'd just uh, maintain that. I have a quick message, though. Probably won't be too long, but it's a message that I feel is important for every athlete in the game. And I don't know if it's applied by every athlete, you know, and I want to present a few cases that are just going to come to mind. I thought about one or two prior to recording, but I just want to go with the flow. So we had, we've even looked at Jesse Lingard and his playing situation at Man United, him going to West Ham and him changing his narrative, which is beautiful. We have Jack Wilshere recently in the last episode that we looked at and explored his journey, his story, um, and his playing opportunities and how that has, for lack of a better term, kind of dried up of late. I'm sure things will will happen in his favour very soon. We have someone like the likes of Rio Ferdinand, who, you know, um, has finished... Well, he was recall i think as he was he left manchester united went to west ham you could see there was a lack of playing time and things he was doing um, in order to almost prepare himself for the post uh, career and what i'm trying to get at here is is the term and and the whole nature of you having a balance having extracurricular activities you know, I was speaking to uh, an athlete who plays um, at a very high level and they were saying that they were looking to get into a particular um, business, so to speak, right? And I really believe that with, with players, especially if you're listening to this podcast, your mindset is really driven to to developing yourself, to pushing yourself. And maybe there might be a a chance where you don't actually give yourself a break because you're so focused on bettering your best. You're so focused on being the best person that you can do that you forget about yourself, you forget about rest. And in that case, if that habit is maintained, you could go about your career and get to the tail end and not have much to go on. Let me refer back to those examples that I used because I was very vague. Jesse Lingard has his uh, company, I don't know what it's called, it might be Jay Ling's or something like that, right? He's clothing company, merchandise. What Does it do well? I don't know. But he, he's he got something going on, you know, um, I've seen a lot of his posts, a lot of uh, his clothes he wears, he tags. So he really um, puts that out there. And so... You know, when his playing time was drying up at Manchester United, there's two perspectives that you could look at it. You could look that he may have got himself distracted by the business, but I would have assumed that there's people doing uh, some of the roles and the administrative roles for him on his behalf, in his team. But the other perspective is that there was something that he was building even in the midst of... Uh, maybe football drying up or even coinciding with his return to form. So there's something else that he's got going on, gives him a sense of purpose, you know, because he has things going on alongside his day-to-day commitments in in the game. Then you have, uh, and I really hope to not seem like a a Jack basher, because as I said, I've, I've expressed how I feel about him. And let me address actually, before I go on to Jack, I did listen to the interview and yeah um, it it was a good interview Uh, he was open I have to correct myself he was open to travelling and playing abroad so hopefully those horizons do come up for him and has there been a shift in the mindset from what I watched there seems to be a, a shift thing taking place if that makes sense so not completely there but it seems like that page is going to be turned, and i definitely believe that it will coincide with a a change and a a shift in fortune one of the things he said actually in that interview was that there'll be times when he'll be going to run at a running track and train and then sometimes he thinks why am i doing this for you know and wouldn't really have much to do with his day when you have when you live and you breathe football and there's nothing really else going on it it can get like that and credit to Jack to be fair I see I saw him doing a few things for some foundation from soccer academy so he kept himself busy in that respect he's now doing his coaching badges so to be fair to him he is doing something with um some of his spare times and however as you, as you heard him say in that interview and they haven't seen it, I, I recommend you watch it. I thought it was an hour and a half, but it was only like 15 minutes or 20 minutes. So definitely check it out. But yes, so you could have easily seen how he would have become down. He would have become, you know, uh, low in mood is probably the best term, I should say. Who was the other player that I mentioned? Rio Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand's has really stepped into a beautiful, graceful, Uh, post football career and I believe that you could slowly see he was uh, making and implementing those uh, foundations towards that time at West Ham was he at West Ham or QPR? QPR forgive me he wasn't at West Ham um, at the tail end of his career so yes at QPR he was slowly making media appearances he would appear on match of the day during the World Cup he would do a few appearances there he created his own company I think was it five or thirty or something like that and so, what I really want to encourage you guys to do, especially in the international break, I wanted to speak to a guest actually, and that this guest at, um, literally completed a transfer move, and I didn't know the transfer window was still open. But credit to that player. Hopefully, we get them on at some point. Ah, uh, that was right. I'm random sometimes. I'm especially, especially with no visual right now. Actually, um, I'm definitely scattered in thought, but. Where was I now? So, yeah, uh, Rio Ferdinand with his uh, brilliant transition into the media. Athletes, I feel like balance is important. Not even I feel. Balance is ever so important because our brains are so consumed with development and training and a regiment and a schedule and a certain level of intensity that almost supersedes uh, normalcy. So we're doing things that are intense, energy-draining, we need to have something that creates some sort of equilibrium and balance. That equilibrium and balance could be um, a pastime, something that keeps you, takes your mind off the game, something that allows you to feel sociable and not too distant to other people because I'm sure the game of football, if you commit to it, is a lonely game sometimes. So it's important to find something that allows you to fulfil some of these needs that we need as human beings, right? Right? And so one of those things is a bit of a social element. Maybe you might need to be a bit social, organize something. And sometimes it means you going out of your way to make sure that you take care of that need in your life. You know, so that could be something. So I'm not always saying try and sort out a clothing line. That's never what I'm trying to say. It's something that keeps you going, something that you enjoy, something that's in alignment to your passion and interest. Or even start slowly putting investments and and time and energy into what you envision yourself doing after your career because the career as a footballer is extremely short right and what you don't want to do is end up towards the end of your career and not knowing what you want to do and feeling like coaching is the only thing you can do because it's still within the game and it's not something that's you know um going to need too much time and investment into you know i'm sure there's players out there that don't actually want to go into coaching, but because they don't know anything else other than the game, they just feel like that's the natural course of action to do. You know, so that's something I really want to put out there. And this is not an anti-post career coaching uh, session. It's more about you being able to to start seeing what you want to do for towards your end of career, your career and start making some small steps into to to becoming that person and, you know, building those foundations so that by the time your career ends, you walk into that role rather than you um, trying to then do this course, that course and contact this merchandise uh, team and you don't want to do too much after your career. You want to slowly start putting investments in and maybe you build up your, your uh, extracurricular activity, should I say, to the point where, soon as your career is done, you slot into that beautifully. I would probably credit Rio Ferdinand for being someone that was seriously uh, beautiful in his transition from playing to to being a pundit. I think one of the smoothest I've seen, in, in my time at least, anyway. And so, this is something that I really want to put out there, especially in the international break. I know a lot of you are still competing and playing. Um, as I said, transfers are happening. And maybe, I think, European transfer window is probably open still, right? Probably another week or so, or a few days. My point being, ladies and gents, is we, we need to make sure that we nurture that side of our, of our um, careers. And so we've looked at sleep before in, in previous episodes, but now it's, it's that balance. Think to yourself, what is your balance? What keeps you going? For someone like myself, I treat my Sundays very sacred. For me, yes, I do a podcast and record on most Sundays. It doesn't take too much of my time. But what I definitely do is make sure that I I work hard throughout the week and the Sundays, I leave that to myself. I am not social (laughs) on a Sunday. I'm not going out. I'm not seeing anybody. Leave me alone. My Sunday evenings, my phone's away from me and maybe I might watch a show or something. you know. Or maybe I might watch a documentary that's inspiring me to, to go hard for the following week. And so that's something that is my balance and that keeps me going and even if I have a tough week and an energy draining week I know that Sunday is coming you know. Um, I also have a few podcasts that I listen to throughout the week so I do know that maybe a Wednesday might be an important day for me to listen to a podcast that's something I look forward to. A Friday is another day as well for that where where I do my work and, and my hustle whilst I have these podcasts that I enjoy that gives me that sense of balance where it doesn't even feel like I'm working hard because i'm being entertained um audibly so that's a, that's another thing that i will put out there just for you to consider uh and really work to making sure that you don't burn out because if your mind is constantly ticking and pushing yourself to what i said before like beyond normalcy beyond the normal functioning level of a human being especially in in the times that we're living in now you could easily settle or suffer should i say from a burnout. And that could mean your body becomes at risk. You could be more inclined to get an injury. You could be more inclined to, to not being able to push and reach that peak and that zone that you're able to, to, to reach week in, week out. That may mean subpar performances if you are burnt out. It doesn't mean you can't perform. It just may mean it, you, it prevents you from getting to your best. And even though it's a short message, I think it could be short and sweet, a nice little interlude of of a podcast episode, but it's something to really take seriously, excuse me, something to take really seriously. And I do hope that, you know, as I end or conclude this episode here, you can really take some time to think, what is it that you, what is that, what is it that's in your life, that's in your schedule, within your routine, that could be seen as your form of balance? What is that very thing? Identify that thing. So that's what you can do um, as a take-home message and application side from this episode. Start identifying what that balance is for you. And then also, what is it that you're looking to do post your career? And sometimes that answer might be, I don't know. You might not have a clear idea. But it'd be great to start identifying what your passions are and what impact you want to have. Once you establish those things, you're able to start filling in the blanks as to what you are passionate in and what kind of impact you might want in society, in your your culture, uh, your country, um, wherever. Because if you can start matching your, your passion to the impact that you want, you can create something that can really be a true representation of you, which can then um, go on to be something that you go on and pursue after your career. Okay? Uh, I really... Do you know? What? I think this is a good episode, to be honest with you. And so, we're gonna roll on to the following week, and again, take this time, even though it's a short episode, take most of the the remaining of the episode times that we usually have. Episodes are usually 25 minutes or so to really think about what it is that you can do to make sure you have that balance and make sure that you're investing in your career, your post-athletic career. All right. Hopefully we speak uh, or we are we, uh, touch base soon. Again, the Mindset Planner is out on Amazon. So if you're someone that wants to develop a real good habits in your career and your playing days, um, I would say grab, grab your hands on one of those on my social media. The link is in the bio. Um, I've got my performance mentality courses online as well. My website, SanchezBailey.com. Check those out. Hopefully they add value to you too. More courses on the way. More content is on the way. And yes... We'll be in touch, I'm sure, until the next episode. Take care.